That kind of nerd. Let's start the show with comics, movies, and technology. Here we go, bringing you the segments that you're looking for, like Cape Talk, screen to stream, tech perspective, and more. Cast this nerd degree and the blockbuster. Welcome to the club, cause you're that kind of nerd. Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds podcast, the show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Joshua Burns and Brian Thornton. What up? I'm just listening to some Taylor Swift. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, Swizzle. Oh, it's, it's it's being pumped loudly through my house currently. Oh, uh, by choice? Like, what's the... No, no, oh, no, no, no. Not, not by choice. She's Come on. A, why, what? She's a pretty good songwriter. I think she's a, she's a fantastic songwriter. Yeah, she is a songwriter. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. She's a good songwriter. Yeah, she definitely writes her own songs. No, she's I'm agreeing a, with you. No, no, see. I am agreeing with you that she I'm writes her songs. What I'm saying is that she's a good songwriter, and you're saying that she writes songs. That's yeah. two different things. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. I understand now. Gotcha. So let's uh, let's do something that we haven't done in a while. Let's uh, break down what's going on in the nerdy world. Uh, and I think it's only fitting that we start with uh, Brian Thornton's favorite topic, where we look at the world of comics, see what's affecting TV, see what's affecting movies, but most of all, how is it affecting Brian? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! I'm surprised there's not one topic in this list already. There, there should be a, a slew. No, I'm surprised there's not a specific one that I screenshot to you and said, oh my god, am I going to have to talk about this bullshit again? Oh. Yeah, I don't want to. I'm fine nothing. with it. I don't want to talk about this bullshit. Wait, hold on. Th- Here, I'll say this. Let's start off with the bullshit thing and just get out of the way. Uh, Zack Snyder released a couple pieces of footage of the Snyder Cut, and people are like, yay, uh, fuck the Snyder Cut. All right, moving on. Spotify <laughs> has inked a deal with Warner Brothers to try to bring DC Comics uh, to its platform. So, as you know, there's probably a, a couple Marvel podcasts that are flowing out. There's uh, one about- wait, 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 wait. Re- reread that headline because it's a DC Comics universe. So it's just going to be the radio shows just like Marvel does. I was literally just about to say that. Okay, well, I just said it for you. You're welcome. <laughs> yes, so. But you didn't read the headline correctly. What did I? How did I read the headline? You removed the word universe. It b- brings a very different meaning when you just say brings DC Comics to its platform. That implies it actually is bringing con- the comics to its platform. Yeah, okay, you're saying, hey, you're going to take away my DC Universe thing, so, you know, uh, not anymore. Am I still behind a paywall on this goddamn yep. article? I could. I read it earlier. Sure are. Oh, dear God. It's just going to be radio plays, which I love a good radio play. No doubt. We've You've actually probably heard of the Marvel podcast, uh, The Wolverine. Uh, yeah, which, isn't that a pay-to-play thing, too? It, it was, but now it is not, right? Oh, okay, I should listen to that then. Yeah, so here's the deal. The company didn't uh, give out any specifics. However, brands may still be able to basically advertise, because that's what Spotify is trying to do, exclusive content you know, about Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Uh, and basically, we're expecting some audio stories, podcasts that are focused on the DC Comics universe, Brian. Uh, to kind of help you out there. So as we continue to see explosive growth in podcasting around the world, we're thrilled to partner with Warner Brothers to build this slate of programming to dra- uh, draw on from the worlds of the DC and the WB. Man. So Spotify is, listen, Spotify is getting big in the podcast world. It, it just is just happening. All right. And Marvel's see, already Josh, throwing their hand to the ring and now they're going to do it, but it's going to be exclusive to Spotify. Okay. First and foremost, not enough for me to go to Spotify. Nope. Secondly, Josh, did you did you say meh? I did, only because... Is I'm your just... meh to Spotify? No, my meh's to podcasts. Oh, you are on a podcast! Yeah, but like, you know, we're fun. And for the most part, when I listen to a podcast, I, like, I'm not having a lot of fun. This is fun. Most other podcasts, not so much. So if you're telling me they, they got very well-known celebrities to voice Batman and the Joker, and you get Mark Hamill to do that, you're not listening to the Are you going to get Mark Hamill? Like, are you Spotify has the money Mark to Hamill? do that. Spotify has the money to do that, yes. Yeah, it's not enough for me to get Spotify. I, I Again, here's the best part. With all of Spotify's exclusive content, right, including the Joe Rogan podcast now, you don't have to have Spotify. You can use the free tier and listen to these programs. It's not behind an actual paywall. Yeah, if it were the actual voices of of Batman, the animated Batman 
Sure. I, I would be interested in that. Okay. I don't know if that's going to actually happen, but okay. I can imagine. My the- thing is this. I remember. I mean, maybe this is the, the 80 year old man showing in me, but I used to listen to old cassette tapes of the old radio shows like Green Hornet and The Shadow. I used to listen to those things, but my dad. Um, so I'm all for radio shows about DC Comics and Marvel Comics. Like when they did the Wolverine, I was all for it. But then there was like, oh, you have to pay. And I was like, eh, I'm not that for it. But now, like, hey, if I can get that that shit for free. Yeah, absolutely. I'll listen to some of it. There's so Marvel's Wolverine is is actually a pretty big hit, right? And we even talked about uh, or there was on the docket, but I don't think we ever talked about the fact that there are a couple of people who are slated to start bringing some of these comic book radio shows, you know, to the podcasting world. It's a medium that really suits it. Uh, we don't have a whole lot going on, so uh, it's definitely time to, to go ahead and and get that stuff going. So I'm intrigued. I'm interested. Uh, the Spotify app is terrible for podcasts. So, yeah. I mean, if I have to listen to it on the Spotify app, I'll, I'll give it a try. But it's, it's going to be rough to, to kind of go ahead and do that. So I, I'm still on board. I think it would be cool to see some of these programs kind of come to life and bring back the radio shows that the 80 year old Brian Thornton you know used to listen to. <laughs> you know, what I think is cool is coming back around and you guys just keep making fun of me for it. But you know what? Whatever. I, I have the last lap. I have more cool shit. Uh, how about this, Brian? This is something I kind of thought was was pretty interesting. Uh, so uh, if you're f- literally following the world of comics, physical comics, we know that 2020 has been a very interesting year for it. The pandemic has postponed free comic book day. Uh, and Marvel and DC are obviously the two biggest publishers of comics. And they work through a common distributor called Diamond Comic Book Distributors. Uh, and the last several months, they stopped shipping to that distributor because of COVID and all the sales that are going with it. Uh, apparently, now that things are starting to settle and comics are starting to ship again, DC has made a huge announcement that they are permanently cutting ties with Diamond Distributors. Uh, so, Brian, that is a, a huge deal, right? I, I can it's see that it's a huge deal, but I, I don't fully understand why that's a huge deal. Can you explain this to me a little bit? I mean, because for the entire time I have been collecting comic books, which has been well over 20 years now, um, you got a book that was for, uh, every month you would get a, a this giant, thick, like almost phone book looking thing. And it was the Diamond Preview book. And in there was everything that was coming out in the next like two or three months and every comic book store grabbed this book or, and and used this and everybody ordered through this company. And it's, it wasn't just comic books. It was the trades. It was statues, toys, apparel. They did everything for the entire, it's big as a publisher as DC is to pull all of their stuff including the apparel and stuff, that is a huge chunk of their business. And let's be honest, if DC does it, Marvel's going to, and, and finds any sort of success, Marvel's going to do it too. The, the big thing, the big thing is before appearing in that monthly catalog, a book had to have at least $2,500 worth of orders. Mm-hmm. So fans would never see it. If it was a real dark horse yeah. kind of deal without, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not, I mean, no pun intended, yeah. <laughs> uh, but they, they wouldn't see it like, unless it was already somewhat popular. Yeah. It was really hard to get, uh, smaller indie things into through that distributor. A lot of indie comics self-distributed and then like beg, borrowed and steal, stole to get on, you know, small shop shelves and things like that. And just. This is like this is going to screw around the entire process. So it sounds like they're going to go their own way, right? This is this is kind of like uh, the, for the movie analogy. And correct me if I'm wrong on this, Brian. So I'm, I may be talking completely on my ass here. This is the studios bypassing the theaters and just directly releasing to the customers, right? Yes. This this is less. Well, yeah, but Marvel's still using Diamond. Di- right, but, but they to won't Brian's for long point, if right, well, that's if, the thing. If that's DC thing. sees any of this, so here's here's my other question, Brian. Knowing that you actually worked in in, in this industry here's as well. Here's my thing. Will this benefit the retailers and the comic book stores? Are they publicly traded? It might. Going. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, it Brian. Might. Go ahead. You had a different point. Go ahead. I, I want to hear what you have to say. No, but that that's that was my question. My my thought is it it, it could it it could. Let's put it this way: just like a movie studio 
bypassing the theaters and giving it directly to the customers on paper, I technically cut out the middleman. I should be able to sell my product cheaper. Right. I shouldn't have to sell a book for four to five dollars. I could probably go back to two, two fifty, which if that's the case, that is a huge, huge deal for for collectors. Because I'll tell you right now, I started collecting mid nineties. Books were a buck to a buck twenty-five, a buck fifty at the most. Wow! As I continue to, you know, go into comic book stores, books are now four to five dollars a piece. That is almost triple. Actually, it is triple what they were when I first started collecting. Now, there's been a lot of changes. Then, like the paper has become more high quality. There's been, you know, a, a lot of things that have contributed to that price hike. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they're going to go back down to a dollar. But part of the fact is that if I have to ship them to this guy, to, to a distributor, that distributor needs to take a cut. So that's why these books are 4 and $5 on top of all the other changes with high quality paper and things like that. If I cut that person out, I feasibly should be able to sell my product cheaper. And if that's what they can do then it is a huge thing for the fans because DC still gets their the same amount of money either way because they were going to if if one book costs $4 and they got 250 of it and Diamond took the rest they can now sell that book for 250 take 100% of the profits and they still make the same amount of money that they normally would have made right. but now as a consumer I'm spending less and I got news for you in, in the in this world of collecting that is a huge deal because if you are an avid collector, you can sometimes – and I, I've worked in a comic book store. I have obviously collected comic books. I'll give you, uh, for instance, if you want to collect every Batman book, you are collecting at least eight books a month just for Batman, not including any one-shots, special issues, things like that. On a monthly basis, you're collecting eight books at four bucks a pop, you're spending $32 on just one character that you like. And that is not including stuff like Justice League that he's appeared in and things like that. So if you want all of that, you're looking at 50, 60, 80. I've seen people spend hundreds of dollars a month on these books. And when it starts, when things like this happen, whether it be a pandemic or economic downturns or what have you, this is a luxury. And people start saying, okay. I'm going to cut out these five books because I can't afford it. I'm going to stick with these two or three that I really like, and I'm going to cut out the rest. If DC does this and they and they do it right and they drop the price of their books as a result of it, those people can now spend more money, get more books, and that just helps DC at the end push out more books. Let me let me read this quote too, just to add a little clarity, uh, make sure I, I didn't misrepresent this. Uh, this is the quote from a, a DC spokesperson uh, given to IGN. It says, "After 25 years, DC and Diamond Comic Book distributors are ending their long-standing relationship. Moving forward, comic book retailers can obtain their DC books from uh, uh, Penguin Random House, uh, Penguin Random House, or their books and periodicals through Lunar or UCS comic book distributors." DC continues to be committed to providing the direct market with best cl- best in class services with for their fans uh, of the world's greatest comic book. So it, it sounds like they're still using somebody else. So it's not going through them direct, but I'm sure. I mean, I'm Penguin, sure they're still going to be able to to do this to, at a cheaper price, though. Right, and I I think they that they're committed to providing the direct market with best in class. I think they're moving towards something that is completely. Different. It's, so, it's it's been a very huge problem as to how we get these books cheaper sure. for a while. And, and I'm sure if you look at the umbrella, probably of DC and Warner Brothers and all that, I'm sure Penguin Random House is probably tied in with this. So I, it is not a direct. It's not DC now being a publisher and a distributor. They're still using a distributor, but it's not Diamond anymore. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure Diamond was freaking raking them over the coals. I'm sure, sure they know, rake everyone I, over I just, the coals. I just wanted to provide clarity to the situation. DC is not doing their own distributing. Yeah. Way to, way to screw that up. No, I'm joking. Um, but yeah, if, if this means, if this means I can get a DC book for a cheaper cost, this is a huge a deal it's a huge win and it won't be long till marvel follows suit yeah. 
Josh, I'm not trying to ignore you. Obviously, you are a comic book collector, too, and, and, and you live in this world. Uh, anything you have to, to say or to, to add about this? Uh, let this me story? let me add let me add a different perspective. OK, uh, as of the most recent reports I've found, DC amounts DC amounts to approximately 33 percent. So just 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 over a third of the Diamond Comics distribution. Uh, where Marvel is about 34 and a half percent. So, but both of these, I mean, obviously like in every other, every other company is like small potatoes, right? So, so DC revoking that business is a big deal. Um, so from, from my perspective, it's, it's more of like a, what are you going to do? Marvel type deal. Um, DC's going their own way. Marvel's going to have to do the same thing. Right, because of obviously um, DC's weakening the distributor by right. Well, let's let's call it half of the market, right? Because if if each of them owns approximately thirty three, they're lowering the value by about half. So if that's the case, Marvel has to make a move, um, or or essentially, you know, take sloppy seconds, right? Whatever diamond has <laughs> left over. No, I'm serious. No, like, no, I know. And 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 from, Marvel doesn't uh, strike me as a sloppy seconds kind of no, company. right? But but DC making this move um, on their own is a, is kind of a big deal. Um, not not from a, a collector's perspective, but from a financial perspective, it's a big deal. Uh, I'm over here desperately trying to find not only the stock symbol for for uh, Diamond Comic Distributors, but also their parent company. Because I, I, I'm I'm buying I'm buying the downturn right now, like right. financially I'm investing in their downfall, because this is I mean this is huge. This is going to take out a company. But the thing is the thing is, can they distribute on their own? DC, I don't. I, don't, I mean any I don't any any comic book company. Right? I, I think They're, Marvel can because I'm sure there's some publishing company of Disney, right? I'm sure Disney owns a publishing company. In a couple of my um, errant searches. Um, what keeps coming up is has Walmart become the de facto landing ground for variant covers of DC comics, Marvel comics, so on and so forth. So is there a possibility that they can distribute through a company like Walmart or for, for through Amazon or another company like that, rather than going through someone like Domin comic distributors? I don't know, but it's yeah. an interesting question whether it's financial or otherwise. I mean, certainly I'm not approaching this from a fanboy perspective. Right. I'm looking at it as that's what I'm I, here for. How can I make money? <laughs> right? right. Yeah. And, and look, it's... Frank, frankly, there's, there's no play for, for diamond comic distributors. They're, they're screwed. Yeah. They lost their lot. If their they, business is gone, they have to, they have to now bend over backwards to keep Marvel. And who knows what that does to their profit margins. And Marvel is now probably looking at DC going, what are you doing? Was it profitable? Let's do it ourselves. So it's going to be a shakeup to the, the actual world of how do I get a comic book? Uh, and it, it sounds like uh, it, this is a thing that's going to, uh, you know, start some competition up. And that I mean, uh, should make things better for everybody else. From a consumer level, I'm still going to walk into my local comic book shop and pick out my books. It's Correct. from that comic book owner and the business level. I, I and honestly, I no longer can just go through one distributor, one sales rep and get all my stuff. Right. I may now have to go through two or three to get the same stock that I had before. I do want to say this. Uh, DC moves more units right now. They do. Yes. DC moves about 39 percent of the units in the market where Marvel controls uh, a, a slightly larger, a slightly larger financial market share, and, and my my only guess is because uh, that, that, those and numbers back are issues, and back issues. Those numbers are a pendulum that go back and forth. You you'll see DC doing more in you know one year or a, a couple years stretch, and then it'll swing back to Marvel. <laughs> well, well, thank you for tuning into the podcast. None of you thought you were going to get. <laughs> I was about to say, let me put up the disclaimer. I never thought I would have to put on this uh, on this show. We are not uh, financial experts. And this does not constitute advice into an investment. Go seek professional <laughs> consulting if you're going to do that. I never thought that kind of nerd would ever have to make that disclaimer. No, but but yeah, here we are. Here we are. 2020, what have you done? Our next story is also DC related, but doesn't advise you about anything about their stock. So we can feel safe and comfortable with that. DC has announced a virtual fandom event. 
a uh, fan dome. Sorry, fan dome event. My apologies. My brain wanted to read what they actually were trying to say, but here we go. No, Warner- I think they meant fan dome. Oh, they did. Warner Brothers will be making some big announcements and revealing new content for various DC movie and TV titles, including, and here we go. This is the full scope of what the fuck we're talking about. <gasps> The Batman, Aquaman, Batwoman, Black Adam, Wonder Woman 1984, Black Lightning, The Flash, Doom Patrol, Harley Quinn, Justice League, Snyder Cut, ugh, Pennyworth, Shazam, The The Suicide Squad, Lucifer, Superman and Lois, Supergirl, Titans, Teen Titans Go, Watchmen, and Young Justice Outsiders. And fans can expect some big news about DC games and comics as well. Woof. I don't like a bunch of stuff that's on DC Universe. What the hell's going on with that? So the Phantom event will feature six (laughs) different areas that are listed here. They're the Halls of Heroes for panels, news, reveals, and special programs. The Watchverse for screenings of never-before-seen content. The U-verse for fan art and cosplay. Kidverse for younger fans. And Funverse for merchandise. You know what? I'm curious what the Comic-Con business looks like after all this is over and said and done. Because um, everybody's yeah. doing virtual panels like this. But we'll we'll see how it goes, because I think you can still incorporate some of that. I don't think necessarily you have to drag everybody into Hall H. I don't think you have to have everybody in the world. When people can't make appearances because they're working on a shoot, I think we'll, we'll be more open to remote you know, viewings and stuff like that. But DC Fan Dome uh, event is starting August 22nd at 10.30 p.m., where uh, can I witness this glorious event? All online, good sir. On DC Universe? Uh, probably not, because... Then what is the point of the freaking app? DCFandome.com. That's where you'll be going on 822 to get your uh, all your DC stuff. This is essentially D23, but for D- DC, right? But, but, but... We'll get... Listen... We'll no, get. We'll, tell me. We're gonna, tell me I'm, I'm going to let you get on the soapbox and no, bitch about DC no, Universe in a minute. No, no. I bitch about it now. Oh God! Go ahead, Josh. You're 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 a very business-minded individual. Wouldn't you say that an event like this would being exclusively hosted on an app that you own that is completely about this content would probably be a good idea to host it through that app to drive traffic to your app? Like, wouldn't that make sense? Not only would it be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh. It seems like DC Universe would be the only place people give a shit about it. I know! But so, like, hosting it elsewhere seems dumb, right? It it seems like a dilution of the value that people got in subscribing in the first place, but I guess that's why everything from DC Universe is available on HBO Max anyway. Well, I, I mean, that's really where we're at, right? So when they announce... All these things, all these some big announcements uh, for all of these different properties, like there's a lot of different properties that are spread between the big screen, the small screen, the shit nobody cares about. Like right, DC Universe. Oh, that's mean because <laughs> I still care. So that's right, your right. dick. Yeah, uh, I don't care as much about the Justice League Snyder cut, but like other stuff. Listen, I do agree. This does go. This should go on DC Universe, and and we should bitch about that. And oh, DC you mean on should HBO Max. And DC should be was it not go? It's not HBO Max Plus. I don't know what the fuck it. Anyway, <laughs> but but Brian, to the bigger point of 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 your other question though, I, I'm curious what this looks like moving forward. Right? I, I'm curious if this is something that people actually care about, like. People care, but I not, care. but not, but not the amount. I don't think people care but, enough no, to no, pay. No, 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 it, it's, it's people care, but like fanboys care more. And, and the fact that the fact that the, the, the proverbial carpet has been fucking dragged out from under us, the rug has been pulled out from under us is, is, is actually offensive. Like I, I get where Brian's coming from. Like, we were early adopters to DC Universe, and we both paid. We handsomely. We, we got no money and, and, and totally were selling this for them. We were and, a sales and tool. F- I mean, fully rug pulled out from under us. Uh, content sold, uh, and it you know it kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, here here's what's funny. I had I had a, a podcast listener, uh, Jim Cole, 
sent me a message today like, I need a new DC thing to read. And I said, have you read Nightfall? He said, I'm not sure. I said, that's my favorite. It's my favorite DC story arc. Read Nightfall. Uh, and then there was one other that I recommend. It doesn't matter. But but Nightfall, I said, read Nightfall right now. It's the, the Bane origin story. It's the whole, you know, the whole sort of Bane Batman story arc, the important one. Read that. This, like, DC Universe was a really good venue for discovering that kind of shit. And it's just gone. And so true believers like like Brian and I that had this all of a sudden amazing digital venue no longer have it. It's fucking right. gone. It's, gone. it's gone. just gone. Yeah. Right? I showed Christian how he could read comic books on the big screen, and he was thrilled with it. Yeah. Right? Flipping through comic books. You can't, but it's just gone. Yeah. It's, it's horseshit. So, Sorry, Brian, was that what you were going to say? <laughs> Well, clearly it's horseshit, but I, the app's not gone. Am I am I crazy? No, the app is not gone, but, no. but there's there's no attention being the drawn to it. The content is being slowly moved over. Yeah, right. What I mean, the it's bullshit. Part of it, it's is. gonna be gone. Is the point? But, yeah, so, no, but what about this event? So uh, yes, again, I understand this should be on DC Universe. This should help drive traffic to DC Universe. You could give this event away for free on DC Universe, hoping that people get DC Universe. But DC's not going to do that. DC has the only people that are going to see it are the people that would have seen it on DC Universe. Okay, so it's a small, a small part. I thought it was interesting they were trying to do this. Uh, I'm sure we'll get some headlines for it, but I, I obviously won't be participating live. It's in, in it. no way mainstream. All right, the in, next in, one. In other news, I am almost to the point where I can start catching up on my DC Universe because I am. <laughs> I am uh I am caught up on Arrow, Flash, and uh Supergirl. Sweet. I'm working on Batwoman right now. So another news, another news to that, Brian, since you're almost done that queue, HBO Max has Doctor Who. So I'm just saying. But uh Do they have all like the Christmas I, specials? I think stuff? they have all of it. I think they've got the rights. That's fine. I'm using my HBO Max right now to to finish up on uh I gotta finish up on Batwoman. Um, I'll be checking I, on your progress. Gross. I've got like seven more episodes of Batwoman. And What's then, uh, the I'll point? Be shh, shh. He's slowly giving I, I us the I want to give it a chance. I gave Black Lightning a season before oh, I gave out on why? it. I, I'll give Batwoman so a season. So terrible. I would like to, to, to move out of DC. I want to put the spotlight on Marvel for just but a DC moment. But DC just continues to fuck know, up. Why can't we because, keep talking because about Because here's that. something good for you. Here's something Here's something good. You're hopeful. And also maybe a little bit of an I told you so, but I don't really know. Marvel regains the rights to Daredevil in six months. <clears throat> I told you so. I told no, you so. You, they, I, there's, I, nothing I told that, you so. I, there's nothing to I told you so. It's just a so. fact that Marvel's so. getting the rights I, back. I, I told that you does so. not mean... That Charlie Cox uh-huh. is coming back as Daredevil. I gotta sure? tell you, okay. if it doesn't mean that, there's a real fucking problem. Like it doesn't mean that. And if Again, they don't continue, they sold. if they don't continue Punisher, they on, sold on, on the wings of that. They it's a real sold problem. all the props and costumes. Right, the props and costumes from these shows are gone. I mean, you can build props and costumes. Yeah, seriously. Like, come on, man. I'm telling you guys, there is a. <sighs> there is a hashtag. hashtag can I can I can I just can I just say uh, Charlie Cox has already been in an HBO show. Yes, he was and had Boy a pro- and had a prominent role. Yes, and then so they, like and then the show died. They sold the props, the costumes, and it's not bad, back, bad, right? bad. I'm saying he's he's sort of an HBO darling. Why wouldn't they want him? Because this is HBO in an HBO. It wouldn't be in an because HBO. it's Marvel getting the Marvel. rights back has nothing to do with HBO. It would be it would be Disney Plus or it would be Hulu. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure when we talked about this, I said they'll bring these properties over to Hulu. Right. So even if that's the only true thing, I am at least half right, and I told you so. <laughs> Why no. wouldn't they lease it out? Because it's Mar- It's Disney. No, Disney's they're not, not Di- giving away their IP. Disney's not giving that property no to Warner way. Brothers. You kidding? I think Marvel. No I, I think way. they've learned that 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 holding on to the Marvel properties is important. That's why they bought Fox. Yeah. That's why they bought Fox, and like that's they're why not, they're, they're 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 not giving this away. You guys aren't helping any of my stocks right now. Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers, and DC. If Warner Brothers has their competition, DC, there's no way they're partnering with them in any way, shape, or form. Boo! Yeah. No way. 
This has to be Marvel, so it has to be Hulu. Give me more. All right, fine. Give me more Daredevil. Uh, I'd rather if it. I'd rather if it wasn't on Hulu. But if that's the only way it can be TVMA, then fine. There, there is a Save Daredevil campaign that has racked over three hundred and fifty-five thousand signatures in hope of uh, just getting the series restarted. Uh, this was Netflix' big thing. There are rumors that Charlie Cox is appearing on the set or was appearing on the set of the newest Spider-Man movie, <clears throat> and that Mysterio <throat> may be playing a role in in bringing back, you know, Daredevil. But but again, those are all rumors <clears throat> and conjecture. So who knows? Nope, totally just rumors, conjectures. It's not, ha- guys. I'm, I'm I really how do I get die. how do I get more Punisher? How do I get more Punisher? What do I get when I'm right? It's not happening. You're not. What, John what Barry, do I you're, get? You're getting more what, Punisher. It's not John What do Barry I fault. get? What do I get when I'm right? Um, I will. I will leave this Doctor Who bullshit alone. So it's probably not going to happen. So there's nothing. There's no prize. You win nothing, sir. I said good day. Uh, I, I said I good so, day. I have no bet. No bet. If this wasn't such an ambiguous topic, I would so slap bet you again. <laughs> But there's just too many, too many too what many, ifs involved. Right, exactly. I'm not doing that. It. I can't slap it. I'm ta- I, I am willing to go on record saying that the Netflix Marvel shows that we all know, all loved and that we knew those shows are dead. Right. And Charlie Cox and John Barenthal and those characters and the way that which they were portrayed in Netflix is over and we're not getting them back. I'm going to say I don't like you. <laughs> It's I'm going to second that. It's fine. They're over. I'm sorry. Even if they come back, even if they get them to come back, you're not getting the same dark and gritty shit. You I got think, on Netflix. But that was not my point months ago. I know it's not. I'm saying even if they came back, even if the world worked out for you. My point was that we would get Charlie Cox back as Daredevil again. Not happening. I'm okay. sorry. And, and when I'm right. I I will gloat because that's all I can do. I mean, listen, we already got we already got one person who was in a previous MCU to come back and reprise the role. We already got one with J.K. Simmons. We're not getting another. It's yeah, just okay, not happening. Buddy. You you just keep hanging on. That. All right, uh, let's uh let's turn our attention. How now. many times do I need to be right about this shit until you start <laughs> trusting? You're me? not right about this. How Dude, many sorry. times uh, do listen, we have to talk about again, something I, and I end up being right? I want you to be right about this, okay? I do want you to be right. I miss those shows. I miss the portrayals. John Barenthal was amazing. Charlie Cox was great. The other people were also in television shows. I thought that that stuff was fun to watch. I would love to continue that story and see where they're going. Maybe not so much with Iron Fist, but it's not going to happen. And you it don't sucks. think you don't think that knowing because if I'm working in Marvel, I know exactly how many clicks and streams Daredevil got. Right. And it was enough to get three seasons. You don't think I'm going to replicate that success as soon as I get the rights to my character back? They already had had plans to do a whole yeah. suite of Marvel shows on Hulu. Yes. And serious Marvel shows, like demonic Marvel shows. Like right. Hellstrom is still happening, by the way. Right. Ghost Rider, probably not, but Hellstrom is. Right. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I just replicate that success? I'm not saying it's going to be the same storyline, but I'm saying I'm going to do something with this the, property, the and I'm probably going to try and get Charlie Cox to do it. The only thing that you're going to get, if you're lucky, is Charlie Cox returning, but nothing from that Netflix stuff was attached to it at all. That is all I need That's right fine. now. That's fine. That is my point, is that I will get Charlie Cox back as Daredevil. If Matt Murdock shows up as a lawyer in the new Spider-Man movie, that counts too. Yep. That if, counts if it's, too. If it's Charlie Cox playing that character. If it's correct. Charlie Cox. Yep. I will count that. Yeah. L- listen. Listen, my man. Enjoy your enjoy your cameo. Listen. If I'm Kevin Feige and I truly want to melt. And, and listen, they, they have this entire plan of you will start seeing television crossover with movies. That's why we're seeing the Disney Plus shows are going to be very integrated into this universe. If I want to do that, and I already have four successful Netflix properties, and at the very least, successful enough for all of them to get a second season, and two of them very successful to get third seasons. Three you don't them, think right? 
No, only two of them got. I said Jessica seasons. Jones had it. Punisher and Punisher only had two seasons. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Never mind. You don't think I'm just going to go ahead and say I've got I've the work is done. Yeah. All I gotta I, do is hire these people back, and the way I'm gonna introduce it is my biggest property, which is Spider Man at this moment. And I'll just slide them right in. And you know who works with Spider-Man all the time? Daredevil. Why wouldn't I just use that as the springboard to say, hey, we got Charlie Cox back. Now we're going to launch this show on Hulu. Just look at, uh, if, if, we're, if we're at the theater, if we're at the theater seeing the next Spider-Man uh, and there's a possibility that Matt Murdock shows up as a lawyer, I'm, I'm requesting you bring blankets to <laughs> S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, uh, children from seeing me masturbate <laughs> is really it's really uh, just the long and short of it uh, because that's what's going to happen if Charlie Cox shows up as Matt you, Murdock in a Spider-Man property uh, I have a I have a legitimate question do you really want me keeping that in the show oh uh, yeah uh, and and please bring your blanket to the theater just in case I'm leaving this section in of me asking you so later on yeah Okay. Yeah, I, I really. Uh, My name I is Josh Burns, and I endorse this this message. I've is that got what nothing to hide at okay. this point. I'm yeah. just making sure. Absolutely. Right. I would like to move off of the world of comics and move our attention to the world of small screens and big screens, of all screens, but in a segment that we call a screen to stream. There's uh, a thing here that a dolphin looks like a person. So this is just a thing. I, 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 if you, I was a kid of the '90s. Oh, animorphs. I had all of those books, man. One of the biggest book series was Animorphs. It even was a show. It, it was even a, a short-lived show on, I think, Fox Kids, if I remember correctly, on Fox. Something like that. It only lasted like two or three episodes. I had the VHS tapes. Two or three episodes. It was not It was not good, but I still loved it and watched it. Uh, Animorphs is a beloved 90s uh, book series, uh, and they're going to be getting a movie. I think it's awesome. We don't know what else is happening. There's just, I just wanted to include that in there. Uh, I've got three trailers uh, that have that have come out uh, this uh, in in the last two weeks here in the nerdy world, uh, and I definitely want to go ahead and, and kind of give them some highlights. The first trailer is for a new Netflix series called Cursed, um, and I, I'm getting some very Witcher-like vibes from this show, but it seems like I'm actually interested in it, unlike that of Witcher. Uh, what did you guys think about the trailer? That's not the vibes I'm getting at all. Uh, look. I mean, uh, from a Frank Miller uh, created series, uh, looks it looks fantastic. It does look good, but the vibes I'm getting are a bunch of Netflix execs sat in a room and said, yep. you know who everybody likes? Daenerys Targaryen. Let's make a whole series about Daenerys Targaryen. Almost like we're going to make King Arthur a woman, which is fine. No, there's anything wrong with that. There's anything wrong with that. Right. Um, but man, was that a good trailer. It was a really good trailer. It was a really, good trailer. Was a really good trailer. So we got 10 episodes upcoming. Um starting when? Starting Did they give a date? Hold on, I think I just had it. it July say, 17th. So there you go. So now. I mean starting next month. Not now, July. Oh, sorry, July, not June. Yeah. Um, but sure. I mean, together, it, it looks it looks really, really good. Yeah, it looks really from solid. the trailer. Yes. Again, Netflix notorious for great trailers to the movies, but this is a series, and I'm a little bit. That's not true. Uh, really? Six Underground looked like a really good trailer. Really I haven't watched movie. Six Underground yet, but uh, I did but, watch. All right, all right, but we could say like Frank Miller, right? We could say Frank Miller. Yes. Good stuff, right? Good stuff. Yes. Uh, Most also, of the time, yes. I mean Tom Wheeler. Uh, Empire on TV, pretty pretty popular. Puss in Boots, pretty popular. Lego Ninjago, I don't know. I'm just I'm grasping at straws here. From the creator of Lego Ninjago. No, listen. There's there's no <laughs> there's no need to to put a lot of pop and circumstance into this. This is a good trailer that on its own looks like a compelling show that I would totally want to watch. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. We'll see. The next one is a Hulu original movie called Palm Springs, starring Andy Samberg and I don't know her name, but she was the mom in How I Met Your Mother. Kristen Milioti. Thank you. There we go. Uh, this looks fun. This is like it, like Groundhog's Day, but I mean, listen, 
you you can't deny the Groundhog's Dayness of this movie. However, I think they lean into it and they do a really cool the job. The time with loop it. thing is being done to death for like this is like the fourth or fifth thing I've seen with the time loop. So like <sighs> besides yeah. besides Groundhog's Day, Happy Death Day, Happy Death Day to you. What else have you watched recently that includes a never ending loop of days? Russian Doll. Russian Doll. Who cares? It has Andy Samberg. Pass. Yes. Hold on. Can we please address the 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 past just just based off Andy Samberg? Yeah, he's terrible. Pass. Now, have you watched Brooklyn Nine Nine? No, no, you because, because Andy, Andy Samberg. Samberg. Pass. Pass. Look, unless Watch he's in a music video talking about how he's on a boat, I don't really want to see it. <laughs> oh, I like this. I think it looks. But have you seen the music video of him talking about having sex? I have. What about uh, the I one with him and Michael was Bolton? Especially good. What about the and one with also him and the, pir- the pirate thing with 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 Michael Bolton, right? Also good, but unless we're talking about the Lonely Island, I don't want to see anything from a- Andy oh. Samberg ever. Not what? ever. What about Hot Rod? Hot Rod's a good movie. Fuck Hot uh, Rod. Nope. Sorry. Oh, Hot Rod's fun. Hard pass. I, on Hot I disagree Rod. with you on Paul. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Listen. Anyway, I, as a matter of fact, I have so, hard passed on Hot Rod. I've so, never seen Hot Rod. So now I that, think <laughs> Andy Samberg has grown as a performer, and I think you would enjoy him now, dude. Yes. I, look, look. I watched uh, uh, Never Stop, Never Stopping, or whatever that shit. Yeah, was. Star, Never Stop, that. Never Stopping. Yes. Holy fucking shit! Was that terrible? Yes, it was. So no, he I'm has it. I'm good on Andy right. Samberg forever. He's ev- he's evolved. Nope. I think he's learned a lot in Brooklyn Nine Nine, and he I hasn't. and I think that this trailer looks really good. And it, his it looks really good. Uh, should tell you that he has not evolved. Uh, I think the co-star tells me Hulu Bay already paid the money for Andy Samberg, and they went with somebody else that at least had some kind of recognition. Someone else who really has done nothing ever. Nothing. But uh, you know, hold on. She was in that. Uh, uh, never mind. She was in that episode. She was in that Apple. In that yeah, episode of the Apple she TV was in an episode of a thing on a thing. And she's never starred in anything. No, she's ever. never starred in anything ever. Yep. Pass. I, I think she's wonderful. But I think she's fine. I think she's good. Pass. She's good for this role. Can, can we? Can we? Can we now take the naysayer out? And Brian, can you please express your opinion on this? I'm trailer? requesting you bring blankets so I could just tie him up to a chair and force <laughs> him to watch this. What the hell? I think Sandy Sandberg has become a, a great. Uh, Comedic slash dramatic actor. You say I think great. he's become a good. A great. I think he's. Been, I think. I think. Listen. I. I. I think Brooklyn Nine Nine is one of the best comedies on television right now, outside of Rick and Morty. I think Andy Samberg is definitely the person who drives that show, and I. I haven't seen a movie with him in a, in a while. I think this looks fun. It looks fun. It takes this this trope that has been being done to death. And it puts a new spin on it. It puts this fun romantic comedy spin on it. And if I'm casting a romantic comedy, someone like Christy Malati is exactly what I want. I don't need anybody but someone who is funny and cute and, and likable. And she is just super likable. Does that help? The gentleman from Pennsylvania has now yielded his time. And we're, we're adjourned uh, on this matter. This film is exactly 90 minutes. That's fine. It's a Hulu original, dude. You're not going to the movies. You're not paying for it. There's no passes. You already got it. Just I watch the movie. J.K. Simmons might be its only saving J.K. Simmons. Always, always fantastic to have him. Uh, also, uh, Tyler Hecklin, who plays Superman in uh, the DC show. Oh, that this. was him. That was him. He's marrying Cammy Mendez. Okay. So, I want to turn our attention then to the biggest trailer. Also, that I dropped. saw Peter Gallagher on there, too, I think. By the director of exactly nothing. I want to talk, though, about everybody's got to start somewhere, Joshua. I want to talk about the biggest trailer that dropped in the last couple of weeks, and that is Bill and Ted face the music. Yep. Keanu Reeves, Alex Winter returning to reprise their role as Bill and Ted. Josh, I think you had like one of the best comments about this trailer <laughs> and about this movie, uh, and I definitely wanted the world to know about it. Well, it was uh, it was really and you know what? It was brought on by uh watching Johnny Mnemonic, which which wasn't long after Bill and Ted, right? Um, but it, it's that Keanu Reeves was a really, really, really fucking bad actor. And now you watch his trailer and he's pretending to be a bad actor, which is equally as bad. <laughs> and I'm I'm just now he's kinda, a good actor who has to pretend 
pretend to be. That's bad. Right. right. That's right. Exactly. Because because he's gotten there, right? Like like Keanu Reeves at this point, you're like, uh, you know what? I could watch basically anything with Keanu Reeves because he's he's legit. Like he's a legit dude. Yeah. But he, he's now in this in this right reprising this role, and you're watching him trying to be very robotically bad. And you're like, his, I'll accept it. His, it's his, fine. His voice sounds off to me, too, because he's trying to do the California thing, but he hasn't done that in like over 30 years. Right. He's lost. So he doesn't it. have it. And now it just sounds like he's tired and old and he smoked for a little bit. Party on, everybody. <sighs> yeah. And okay, it's, it's weird. It's weird seeing him without the beard. Uh, I don't mind him without the yeah, beard. Right. Although I know it's weird. More beard. Well, would yeah, be no, much no. More he does. He does look odd. I'm not going to lie. It looks old without it, the beard. It, I was going to say, you know, there's the whole thing of Keanu Reeves as a vampire doesn't age. And I saw him in this trailer. I was like, Keanu Reeves getting on in the air in the years, man. Well, I'm watching it going, wait, did, did they CGI age him? <laughs> they might have. You no. never know. I don't because think. Because they, they they he doesn't look, he doesn't look that old normally. He doesn't. Uh, Alex Winter does, but I mean. They might, kind of, have, they might have. You know, I, I really prefer Alex, Alex Winter, Winter in uh, Lost Boys as a vampire. Like, that's my favorite Alex Winter <laughs> role. Uh, I'm still in. I still think this movie looks great. I mean, I'm there for it. I'm wearing a Bill and Ted shirt right now, and I'm over here uh, completely a toss up as to whether I'll even bother. Wow. All right. Yeah. I'm wearing a shirt. Yep. Wearing the merch. Not really sure. I don't know. And Brian, to answer your question, how are you going to find it? It will be a perplexing way for you to, to figure out how to watch Bill. And I'm sure I'll, I'll be perplexed on how to watch this. A uh, quick brief update on uh, the fact of movies don't exist right now in theaters. Uh, Tenet has gotten a uh, pushback. Oh, gosh. Uh, it was initially supposed to open uh, July 17th. Not happening. They pushed it to July 31st. No, that's odd because I just got an email from AMC saying that they'll be opening on July 17th. And they they have all sorts of of precautions in place. I don't. I'm not going. I don't. I don't care what precautions they have. Look, Pennsylvania folks is 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 about to open, and I'm over here battening down the yeah, hatches. No way. Like, I'm not going. I was, there will be no uh, Burns family in public. Yep. They My, should just release these movies direct to iTunes. Look, th- Tenet, there's no way Chris Nolan's ever going to do that. CJ, I'll pay $100. Chris Nolan will not let you with, and I'm saying you the collective, right? The collective people watch his movies with motion smoothing on his tel- on their televisions. There's no way. If he could start the movie with, I would like you to just email me or make a model of your TV so I can properly calibrate it for you so I can do that. Almost like Tom Cruise is doing for uh, Top Gun. He's a very technical director. It's He's nine, never going to go Look, I'm never going to take my family to the theater. I, I, listen, I'm not going to go. I agree. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm canceling my stubs, my A-list. I mean, uh, because they're opening back up and they're going to start charging me again. I'm not going, so I'm canceling A-list. I'm not paying for a month. I'm not using it. So there goes that Wonder Woman 1984 was originally slated to open on June 5th. It has now been pushed back to October 2nd. So it went from June 5th, actually it was supposed to go then to August 14th. And it's now pushed all the way back to October. Guys, I have a feeling tenants going to be delayed again as well. Um, it's not going well for the movie theaters opening. We've talked about this uh, last uh, a couple weeks ago uh, about what's going on with the movie and theater industry. I don't trust Carmike, oh, Carmike, listen to me, Regal, uh, AMC, uh, any of the other big chains to get get this ready and get this right and make this a good experience. I wasn't trust my fellow people right now to, you know, not eat, you know, after you're done eating your popcorn, put your mask back on. So it, it's not happening. I'm not going to a movie. I don't think you release Tenant uh, in my home. It's not made for that. I want to see it on a big screen. Go ahead and release Wonder Woman, but I, that, that would suck. But I, I'm seeing Tenant in a movie theater. I just don't know when and I don't know how. Driving. I'm going to the driving. Uh, but a driving. I want an oh, IMAX. I know. You're not going to get the same experience. I, yeah. I no, just, just just me in an IMAX theater. That'd be fine. So you, let's rent it out a whole theater. Is that what you're saying? Just me. Okay. I didn't say you. I oh, okay. Me. You're not going to let me in there. Gotcha. Because I would bring my own blankets for Tenant if it was just I'm you, saying just three of us. I don't want any, no, no exposure to the public. Just Just me. Uh, it is now time for my favorite hobby is where I go around the Internet. I find the weird and I find the obscure. And I ask these two gentlemen here for their tech perspective. And speaking of Keanu Reeves, Keanu Reeves is action, auctioning off a 15 minute Zoom call with him for charity. 15 minutes. I can't get in. 
I can't get enough time. That's not enough you, time. You no. know, as well as I do, you could talk the entire 15 minutes and afterwards he would go, that was very insightful and I appreciate you just spending the energy to get that to me and you're loved and appreciated. And you would be like, great, thank you. This is the most productive conversation I've ever had in my life. It's just like, it's that, I don't know if it was, if it was Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel and he's like, Keanu, what happens when we die? Oh, yeah. And Keanu Reeves, he goes, I know the ones that love us will miss us. And you're like, fuck. Well, that's right. (laughs) Yep. So he's working with an organization to provide emotionally empowering experiences to children diagnosed with cancer and their families. He's offering the 15 minute Zoom call uh, to the highest bidder. Uh, At the time of the reporting of this, it already hit sixteen thousand seven hundred dollars on it. I'm sure it's gone up the. The auction uh, began on the uh, the 16th and it's going until the 22nd. Uh, man, this is going to be uh, an, an insane thing to, to look at and to watch. And it's going to be a hell lot more than uh, $1,600 to, to get the Zoom call. I'm hoping it's not some dude that just touches himself for 15 minutes. Yeah, but what what what's the person who wins the auction going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so if you got oh. some money to throw around. Time to get yourself some, some FaceTime with Keanu. I finally made a joke. All right. And finally, I, I can't let this show go without addressing one thing. What? Well, it's where we, the three of us, uh, take a, a look at a product, a topic, an idea, and uh, we think it over. And we give it uh, the third degree in a segment that we call the nerd degree. And Josh Burns, I'm, I'm kicking this over to you. Because you sent me a Kickstarter yeah. for something called the Butter Hub. Butter hub. And then you sent me the confirmation yeah. that you have contributed to this Kickstarter. Yes. What in Sam hell did you make me watch? Uh, well, I'll say this. Uh, listeners, if you watch the video associated with the butter hub Kickstarter, you'll see a lot about white people fumbling around with butter dishes. <laughs> yes, those people are dumb. Uh, well, I, I mean, you'll have to take that up with Laura Burns because I spent a lot of time watching her fumble around with a butter dish. Uh, we have, uh, yeah, no, no, we have, I swear to God, she has turned to me and said, why is the lid to this butter dish so heavy? Why can't? I mean, that's true. That's a serious if problem. If there was why, a better why way. Is this, why is this butter dish so, why, why is the... It's always messy. If right. I put the lid on the table, uh-huh. it's messy. Can't believe you're you're checking every box uh, that this thing solves. Listen, listen. I I watch this video, right? And and the lid has little feet on it, so it doesn't get the table messy. And it has uh, a mag- a magnetic thing on the top that that you know holds the butter knife, and it's light enough that you can carry it with one hand, and it has ramps. On either end, so that when you cut the butter, you can scrape up and you're not dragging a whole, wait, you're not dragging a whole bunch of butter with you. That's fantastic. This is a big, this is, this is a big deal. The ramps, the ramps are a big deal. This is the foldy made of butter. No, 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 no. The, don't you drag the foldy made into this. It's the foldy made of butter. I'm liking everything I'm hearing. Let me, let me illustrate a little bit further. They had a goal. Of a thousand dollars to get this launched, they've gotten a hundred forty-nine thousand dollars out of out of almost six thousand backers. I'm one of them. Uh, I'm I'm anxiously awaiting my butter hub. I can't wait. <laughs> this this uh, is the second time, and I don't know when the first time. I'm trying to look it up right now. This is the second time we've had a butter contraption on this show. Are you sure about that? Yes. What was the other butter contraption? Uh, it was like a sprayer. It was a sprayer. It was a spritzer. Uh, I just put butter into that kind of nerd.com to search it, right? Three results have come up. One of them is called A Lot of Smooching and Butter, episode 202. Episode 47, Drones, Pizza, and Butter? And then apparently something with canned wine to electric boogaloo had to do with butter. One but, of those one of those episodes is me talking about my popcorn butter proclivities. Is, is that sure. what it is? Yeah, for sure. But I, I'm as, I'm assuming like come like I think it's drone pizza and butter. I'm I'm looking through the show notes right now. Look, here's the thing. Why right? is we, this a thing? Look, because it's clearly have... a problem and it needs to be solved. You look, every house needs room temperature butter. You have to have it at the ready. Absolutely. 
Must have it. And the problem is to have it. The <laughs> problem with most butter dishes is if you watch this video, and I can attest, uh, white people can't handle butter dishes with one hand. The top <laughs> is is not only unwieldy, but it's but it's it's very heavy. This very is not true messy. at all. It is absolutely. I, I true. look. I have. I can. I can attest. I just I washed butter my butter dish, dish for like the sixth time. So he. I, I just found the episode. So it is episode uh, forty-seven, right? Which is uh, forty-seven. Drones, it's two hundred episodes. episodes drones, now. pizza, and butter. Literally two hundred episodes from the last time that we talked about a butter gadget called the Beam Butter Sprayer. Right? They're already on a second version of this. You don't own this. Why was this the time to go ahead and, and, and buy a butter contraption? Listen, I am sick of dealing with this heavy, super heavy butter dish. I'm just done with it. It's gotta you know stop. what I'm done with? I'm done when there's when there's only two or three tablespoons of of the butter left, and I and I go to take a little bit and I drag the rest of it with me. If I had a ramp, I wouldn't Ramps have that fucking good. problem. Ramps are the best. That's what I'm saying. It's it's like Tony Hawk has a little vert yes, pipe. That's in your butter dish, and then in it's my on the dish. lid too. Is like an inverted. Right. And that's right. And and my my knife has a magnetic little home base, and it sticks on there, and I don't have to worry about carrying it because it's light enough. And and God forbid there should be sh- some shifting right. where some of the butter gets on like the sides of the thing. Uh-huh. When I take the the lid of the butter dish and I put it on the table, it's got feet, so the butter never gets on the table. Now, There's no mess. Gotta have the feet. Gotta have the feet. <laughs> respect, respect. You gotta have the feet. So this comes in four colors, uh, right? So so which color did you did you pick? I ordered a gray one because it looks like it's translucent white, gray, and black. I didn't want clear, right? Because who wants to see inside? Who wants to Don't see their need butter? To see to the know how butter. much butter you have? Too much not, going on in there. No, too, thank you. It's <laughs> not right. an Adam Sandler bit. You shut your mouth. I went gray. I went gray just because it'll stand out. Very modern. I like it. <laughs> Stop encouraging him. <laughs> You're not putting your money where, where, where your mouth Sleeping is. Sleeping pills, my only friend. Got rubber feet. It's so dumb. No, it's not dumb. Best thing since the foldy mate. Sign but me no. up. No, 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 no. You do not get to say best thing since the foldy mate. Where's is- the pledge? Gonna pledge it. Are you really? How much? It's sixteen dollars for for one. Sixteen bucks. Sixteen bucks. Best sixteen bucks I ever spent. Really? Here we go. Look at the gray one. It's matte gray. I it want- looks so nice. I have Josh's confirmation that he backed this thing i want to see yours brian i don't believe you i gotta tell you if you scroll down you can see how easily you scoop the butter off the ranch it's so fucking dumb the other part is look at when they talk about how you know other dishes will sometimes get butter on it they apparently live with people who are just like completely fine with fucking butter everywhere that's who i live with (laughs) i live with three trolls who are Fine. I've never with butter the other on part every is surface of they, everything. They cut the perfect slice of butter, right? On the traditional tr- I mean it is like can't pledge it anymore, it's over. No, that it's limited backers. Two hundred and seventy backers it's it, it's available now, isn't it? Mm, won't let me pledge. I'll go get an extra one and send it. <laughs> and then the person's Appreciate like, it, Oh, Josh. I'm only able to use the knife. But the person using this this butter hub is using their hands to they, you could just pick up the piece of butter. Uh, no, you can't just pick up. You could just. What are you, a Neanderthal? Why would you touch the butter? Just if you cut and the it's all over your hands. Then, then you gotta <laughs> then, wash your hands. They're, like, they're trying to, they're trying to put it away. They're like, oh god, Here's oh the no! Thing. The butter dish in my house is such a mess that people just open the butter and put it there, and they take what they need and they leave it on the counter, and then the fucking dog eats the butter. Then I got to deal with that. I can't also, have the dog eating butter. Here's can't the have thing. the dog eating butter. Here's no the thing. way. <laughs> Here's the thing Gives I learned. Gives them diarrhea. Can't have it. Here's the thing I learned. There's something called an East Coast side stick of butter and a West Coast side stick of butter. Apparently. What are you talking about? Yo, you haven't seen this? If, because, Josh, one of the things in the Butter Hub is that it fits East Coast and West Coast butter sizes, which is apparently a fucking thing. Multifaceted Butter what Hub. What are these West Coasters doing Just, with their I, butter? I don't know, but it, uh, an East Coast looks like a normal stick of butter, and a West Coast is like, oh, a slab of cheese. 
I want you to watch what happens when people without a butter hub try to scoop. Yes, they're fucking idiots. Apparently, they can't get the butter. They just but with, get... but with the ramp, you easily the scoop they're, the butter. They're cleaning off the knife, and they're just like, I don't know, spread it on the side. I don't care. Bam, Margero, be it. proud. Gotta have those ramps. Ridiculous. Anyway, it's a ridiculous thing, and I figured we should end our life on ridiculousness. Uh, Brian, I, I don't see any kind of a confirmation here. I, I'm assuming I can't pledge it. I'm, it won't let me pledge. I'm I'm logging in. I'm creating my own Kickstarter just to to call you a liar. I've pledged. if that's the case, I, I'll try it again. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm, I'm logging. I can't in. wait. It's dishwasher safe. Oh, I see the West Coast size. What are they doing? I have they no have less idea. Less butter. What is this? Less butter. Well, it looks there. taller than it does. Okay. All right. So it's taller. So, 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 Josh, as is custom, uh, we, we have the, the same scale that we use every single time that we do the nerd degree. Yep. Uh, where do we put this on the scale? On, on, on our, on our standard unit of measure. Yep. Um, this is a clip on tie. This is a clip-on tie in our standard unit of measure. It 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 goes on easily. It stays there all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, after a while, it'll get worn out, and then you'll buy another clip-on tie. But what what'll never happen uh, is someone uh, will never grab you by it and drag you across the playground because it's it's a clip-on. I I agree. This is a, a clip-on tie, but in the sense of learn how to fucking tie a tie and be a man and not wear a clip-on. I know how to tie a tie. I can, I can, I can do a foreign hand. I can do a, a half Windsor, a full Windsor. I'm not in this. I'm not in the sixth grade where I did wear a clip-on tie. Right. When once I you know got to a high school age, I could do my own goddamn tie. Here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I look and and I agree with you in in the tying of the tie. And I could have a fancy china butter dish, but the three Neanderthals I live with would fucking ruin it. You should have so a sit I got down. this thing. Sit down and, and figure out that. Jo, uh, Brian, uh, on, on a, the normal scale that we, we do every single week, uh, what is, where is this for you? I think this is a tie clip. Holds everything together. Makes me feel fancy. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen your tie clips. My tie clips are fun. One's just a Lego piece. It's great. Listeners, this is why we love you. Because you stick around for shit just like this. Uh, I want to thank you, everyone, for their understanding of the fact that we're going to this bi-weekly schedule. Hopefully we've made up for it with some of these these topics here. We definitely want to hear from you. I have to know about the Butter Hub. This cannot be just a Burns household issue. Obviously, thousands of people backing this. I got to know more. Uh, so find us on Facebook, uh, Twitter, or Instagram. Tell us what you think. Or you can text us at 484-373-4119. I want to thank you so much for making us whatever it is that we are to you during these times. And we will talk to you in two weeks. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. Don't talk shit on TikTok, CJ. This- I said I got to get me a TikTok. You do. Yeah, I don't have one. It's a lot of fun. It's taken me months to get people on TikTok. I, it, it, I was on it and then just dropped right off. I just months. got the name. I just got my name and then I left to get people on TikTok. That's because you know older people. What? It took me months to get Brian and Trick on TikTok. Yes, yeah, that's true. I stand by that's my true. statement. <laughs> took me Whoa, what are you what are you trying to say here, champ? Brian I'm is a 40-year-old man in the body of a 30-year-old man. I, don't believe uh, me. Uh, uh, point point of order. I am now a 40-year-old man. Yeah, I'm well aware. Official uh, yeah, like officially a 40-year-old man. So you I, can't I, just aware. throw that out there anymore. Also, I had a conversation with uh, a buddy of mine who happens to be older than I, and his assertion is that 40 isn't old anymore, and here's why. Because you're 40 and you don't want to be old? No, 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 no. He's actually, uh, he, he's he's a few years older than I am, and he puts people that are sort of 35 to 50 in the same category, and, and, and the... The reasoning he gave me is when we were kids, popular culture really then was the same as it is now. And he gave me a couple examples, which I I super agreed with. He said, you're in your early 20s. Fast and Furious came out. If there's a new Fast and Furious, people flood to the theaters, right? And I said, well, yeah. He said, Mission Impossible. I said, yeah. Those bad boys for life. And I go, oh, that's a good point. I didn't see it. But yeah, people, people saw it. 
we were the first generation really to harness technology, social media, the internet, cell phones, and therefore, apparently, this older generation that I still don't think I'm a part of relates to the younger people because of all those things. The man speaks the truth. I'm 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 80% there. It's the extra 20 that I'm 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 not there with. However, 80 means it passes, so oh, it passes. I pass. Bees get degrees. Anyway. Did you say bees get degrees? Bees do get degrees. Oh, right. Technically they do. If C's I, get degrees, then bees by the transitive property also get <laughs> degrees. So facto. But that's the same A's get degrees. That, that I mean, yes, anything it's a above a C gets it a does, degree. Like, but just default. like that's not how you're gonna. Am I wrong? That's not how you sell it. Am the, I wrong? That's I not don't the think spirit. You're wrong, no, that's I'm not, not the wrong. spirit behind it. It's the a scene. true statement. It's a true statement. Just like there are at least two buttons behind you, there are many more. Right. But there's at least two. Okay. I gotta go handle a uh, handle a quibby. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs>